and welcome to Game of Crones, MTV's weekly Game of Thrones podcast. I'm Rachel Handler. I'm a pop culture writer here at MTV News, and I'm here with my fellow pop culture writers, Teo Bugby. Hi, Teo. Hi. And Crystal Bell, who's calling from Austin. Very exciting technology. Hi. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into last night. Teo and I were just saying we thought last night was kind of boring, just a little bit dragging in, in a lot of places. What do you think, Crystal? Uh, same. I mean, there were some jokes, right? That was like <laughs> seven minutes of plot we didn't need. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Allegedly some jokes. There were some great character moments. You know, Ingo and I were actually talking offline about this uh, because everybody knows how I feel about Jamie Lannister. I'm like, I'm not on the Jamie train. But for the first time in, since season three, I, I felt like they finally gave him a really good scene. That scene between Edmare and, and Jamie was great. Okay, though, but was it? <laughs> like, I just can't. I don't know. It was just like that whole plot line where they showed up to that dumb castle, and it's like, now we're going to have a 12 year siege. And you're like, well, no, you're not. You have to wrap this up <laughs> yeah. in three episodes. So you better get a move on. And like, what do they do? But it's the same scene as like season two when he's in that little tent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like kind of boring. It's. I know what's going to happen. And then the whole thing gets resolved by stupid Edmure Tully walking, just literally walking up to the castle and being like, hi, this is my castle. <laughs> Can you please let me in? Even though you know what I'm going to do because it's right. such an obvious plan. Crystal, can you explain to yeah. me why Jamie, how did Jamie convince, I, that whole scene was confusing to me because he was just like, okay, well, like, you better let me in because I'm crazy and I'm fucking my sister and <laughs> that's a reason. And, like, yeah. that's what it seemed like Doesn't to me. Doesn't like, everyone fuck their sisters right? here? I didn't get that. Can you please explain that to me? Yeah, I mean, that scene was interesting. I kind of wonder, I mean, it showed Jamie's loyalties, right? And, like, Jamie's loyalties are to his house. They are to the Lannisters, especially to Cersei. And, you know, Brienne told him his plan. She said, look, I'm going to try to convince the Blackfish to go help the North. And Jamie was like, well, you could try, but I don't think it's going to work. And so it was a little weird for me to watch as, you know, Jamie could have told Edmure to go in there. And since everybody was listening to Edmure, Edmure could have been like, pack your shit up and let's go to the North to help. You know, yeah, it was like all bizarre. He didn't, yeah, he didn't do that. So I think that was a scene in which we saw, you know, Jamie is a Lannister and okay. Brienne is working for the Starks. And if anything, that whole, you know, two, three episodes in River Run just really it was there to bring Jamie and Brienne together for quite possibly the final time in this entire show. Oh, so they were saying goodbye. Did you guys get some major Dawson's Creek vibes in their little <laughs> their little <laughs> canoe goodbye? I was like, I don't want to wait. Like, yeah. it was just crazy yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah. But, so, th so they're never going to happen, obviously. Bran is madly in love with him, which is hilarious, but understandable. Yeah, because they're both terrible. I don't know. I just can't get behind two blondes together in that way. But she's <laughs> so great. I, I want her to be happy. Like, will she ever be happy? She's got that big old ginger beard. <sighs> But he's no Jamie. Yeah, she's got torment. That's true. He's like an actually good guy, I guess. Like she's just gonna yeah. have to settle for his giant yeah. gingerness. <laughs> um, Although I wonder, like, is she gonna is she gonna make it back in time for the Battle of the Bastards? Like they kind of need Brienne. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Ever know how far anything is from anything else? So I don't know. Is that realistic? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I know. I love that in the first episode of this whole show, they're like, it takes. 12, like 13 months to travel right. from King's Landing to Rip, Rip Winterfell. <laughs> right. And now it's like, well, 
a hop, skip, and a jump from... Just take this little canoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, guys. Gendry is still rowing, so we don't know where he was. Oh, so. yeah. I always forget about him. He's welcome back anytime. I agree. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about Arya and Lady Crane and, as I affectionately refer to her in my recaps, that bitch, because she doesn't have a name. Uh, why did Lady <laughs> Crane have to die? Like, okay, I have so many questions. First of all, at the end when um, Jack Ken or whatever, he never says his name. I hated that whole when thing. When he was, like, uh, winking, like, oh, this was my plan all yeah, along. Yeah, like, shut the fuck was up. That, was that what's up? Like, was that his plan all along? I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Who even knows? Like, I... I think the whole point of, like, killing off Lady Crane and was just to make sure that we can finally put Bravos to rest. Like, Arya literally has no one left in Bravos that she gives any shits about, so now she could just leave. Like, I just, you know, as sad as it was to see, you know, poor Lady Crane's, like, crippled, like, bloody, broken <laughs> body, like, I was just ready for her to be done. I was like, please just leave Bravos. I'm so tired of this. Yeah, and I just, I also felt like I, I didn't believe that that was, like, his his plan from the very beginning. I could not fathom that he, he wanted his little mm-hmm. waif to die. He wanted to kill all these people. He wanted her to almost die. And then he was like, and now you're ready to go to, home. And be Queen Stark. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like, go away. I, that, I moaned aloud <laughs> in horror. Also, just the look on his face. Can you imagine being the director looking at that actor and, right. like, not saying something? <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, mansplaining with his eyes. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I, I did well, it. I did this to you. The subtext yeah. here is that. Right. <laughs> well, she didn't kill him. I thought, you know, I was waiting for Needle to, to pierce his heart, but that didn't happen. It's all stupid. The do we whole think, thing. Do we think she loved him a little bit? I always got a little bit of those vibes. Maybe I, mean, I just think I mean, everyone wants to fuck. I mean, <laughs> I thought for a second Lady Crane, when she was, yeah. like, stroking her face, I was like, I what's was like, happening here? Fuck? <laughs> I know, but then, but then Leah pointed out to me that... Uh, that it was like a mother daughter thing. I was like, oh, I'm so messed up from the show. I can't even differentiate <laughs> no, I'm types so of love. I'm so happy to have you here because, like, <laughs> I'm the exact same way. <laughs> um, yeah. So do we? I think- mean, you have to remember though that he he helped her out when she needed it. So that's probably why she didn't kill him, just because he's killed for her. So now they're kind of even. That's true. That's true. So she, she I guess, she owed him in a certain way, even though he was after her with. I just don't really care that much about Arya. Yeah, right now she's not she's not doing it for me. She's just like squ- scrambling all <laughs> over the place. She's like, okay, like I guess I have to leave Westeros. Let me go to the worst place in the realm. How like, funny was that scene where yeah. she where she fell down the in like yeah, the insane <laughs> flight of stairs, like just knocking down fruit for such a long time? It almost felt like an Austin Powers gag that just yeah. like kept going, kept going. Kept, I was like, this is a joke now. My favorite was the wave chasing her like the Terminator. <laughs> totally. Like, full on, totally. Full on Terminator mode. Full on Robert Patrick. Also a little bit of It Follows. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie yeah. where it's like slow stalking. It was also weird because they kind of look alike. And so oh. at a certain point I was just like, like, is this like a black swan thing? Like what's even oh, yeah. going on here? Well that was a fan theory, right Crystal? I don't remember if we talked about that, that there was like they were the same person all along. 
Yeah, there there were a lot of fan theories that, you know, I'm sure a lot of those fans are crushed. They just way overthought it. Like, <laughs> you know, there were fan theories, but it wasn't really Arya that got stabbed. It was, you know, somebody else that really all along, she just got stabbed multiple times and survived miraculously because she's Arya Stark of Winterfell. So she's going back to Winterfell. She, no one's going to be there except, well, everyone's going to be there, everyone's, but it's going to yeah. be this battle. But yeah, like, there's not gonna bad. like what's she? She's gonna join up and be like, "Oh, cool, I'm well, ready." Well, don't forget, she has to make a, a thousand ships first. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. What about the a thousand ships, Crystal? Where are those coming from? Also, when those like actual a thousand ships showed up in this episode, I was like, "Is this?" They <laughs> <laughs> did it so fast. Yeah. Where do they get all their lumber from? It doesn't seem like there are very many trees anywhere ever. Yeah, so. in Essos. That's a little true. confusing. I can't remember. It's the last only the time. grasslands. <laughs> Hey, this is Teo. If you'd like to send questions, calls, voicemails, Chromecasts, Chrome calls, or any other Crone-related materials except for dick pics, you can feel free to send those to gameofcronespod at gmail.com. They attacked a nearby sept and murdered the villagers. Why do you want them? Same reason. I was helping build it. They killed a friend of mine. Now let's talk about the Hound because I'm so... This, to me, is the most egregious storyline. I don't care if he's redeemed. I don't care about his, like, internal journey and, like, all these manic pixie people that are helping him along the way. Just being like, we're here to save you. You can still be good. Like, I just don't give a shit. Like, why why do we have to care? I don't think it's about the Hound. I really don't. I think... I think for the past few episodes, the showrunners have been trolling fans with uh, with Lady Stoneheart. Oh. And, you know, by bringing back the Brotherhood Without Banners, it's a way to sort of nod to that storyline. But they're clearly taking it in a different direction. Like, you could fight with me all you want, people on Twitter, but I, I do not think they're going to go the Lady Stoneheart route. I think they've completely nixed that. I know that there are still people out there that really believe that that's going to happen. But, I mean, I'm excited that they're going to the North because at this point, that's where you need to be. Like, if you actually want to do some good for humanity, you know, you need to go to the North because there's going to be a huge battle coming. Well, why do you think they're not going to bring back Lady Stoneheart? What's what's the reasoning it's behind that? It's too late. It's way too late. I, I think that introducing that this late the game is just too complicated. Also... I mean, it was a blink-and-you-miss-it kind of line, but Edmir Tully said that he'd been locked up for years. And in order to, to have Lady Stoneheart, I mean, I'm going to go on a spoiler tangent here. Oh, so right, because she's, she's been seconds, decomposing for a while. She's been decomposing for years, so I don't think you can actually resurrect that decomposed body at this point. I just think, you know, they're clearly not going that direction. Oh, so the whole thing was that he would resurrect her. Edmer. Yeah, so Bar- no, Barrick Dondarrion in the book gives his life to resurrect. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. Uh, also, Dick in this scene. <laughs> A little oh, bit yeah, of penis. He whipped it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah very slightly. I didn't even notice it. My boyfriend was like, oh, there's a dick. And I was like, oh, no, I missed it. So we had to rewind it. But it was gross. That's so funny. Another disgusting penis. Like, why? never a sexual penis. Always a penis in the form of peeing or showing someone an STD. 
That's why I'm saying, like, no. I'm not sure we're ever going to get a sexy penis mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, yeah. I know that we, like, want, like, some equal rights here, but, like, equal right to dong. Like, equal right to <laughs> genital nudity. I, like, don't know if I actually need that. Well, we had this, we started talking about this last week, but we don't even know, we couldn't figure out if it was even legal to show an erect yeah, penis. Yeah, right. I know. I'm team, I'm team, I think it's illegal to show an erect penis on, yeah. like, Where I've network seen an erect TV. penis on, well, like, like, on Showtime. HBO. Well, but it's like, well, are you sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we didn't get a, an erect penis, but we got a finger up the butt. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know who I keep thinking about, Ari, fingers up the butt, is Kanye. when are they going to let Grey Worm <laughs> discover butt play <laughs> since oh. he's a eunuch? I think that every time it's like him and Miss Andy and they're like not joking and they're like not talking and they're like not doing anything. It's like maybe you need to just, you know. Yeah, Maybe. massage that prostate. They, that's what they're going to be doing <laughs> when they're not on screen joking, making terrible yeah. jokes. Terrible Maybe they jokes. Are. That whole scene was, I was dying. That was such a bad scene. Every they're scene plot- with them are, is so bad to me. Like the, th- oh, the so three of they them. just don't know like how to write any no. of them. It's right like now. the joke is that they're boring and they don't drink and they don't do anything fun. And like, yeah. Tyrion is the fun most fun. It's yeah. like it's such a ridiculous. Like, premise. Wait, so I have I have a question for you guys because I was thinking about this last night. Do you feel like Tyrion's been wasted this season? Oh, both totally. literally and figuratively. <laughs> yes, completely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I, I I haven't been into any anything that he's done or said this entire season, with the exception of maybe I, I can't remember. I think it was episode two when he released Danny's dragons, and we got that one really nice moment where he talks about how when he was little, he always wanted a dragon. Mm. Yeah, that was really his only like was, straight was scene. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just that Marine is where like fun stories go to die. <laughs> like I don't think there's ever been an interesting moment in Marine. And then Danny comes back at the end, which again, oh my god, I don't understand. So dumb. <laughs> I don't understand how she got back so fast, but that's okay. Uh, and she's pissed. I, I I compared it to like a mom coming home early from a business trip, and she's like, "What the fuck? Yeah, like, her kids are drunk. <laughs> They've ruined the house." Yeah, they threw a kegger. Um, what I wanted to ask you, Crystal, yeah. was when the masters were laying siege to Marine, was that, like, were they coming back to get the slaves they were promised by Tyrion, or was this sort of a sneak attack early thing? Like, was I didn't really understand that. I mean, I think it was a, a sneak attack. I mean, I think Tyrion made the air in entrusting these men who clearly wanted to destroy them from day one. That's why they funded the, the Sons of Harpy, so... So, yeah, I think that it was a sneak attack because um, that's a hell of a lot of ships to, you know, come get their slaves. But, but yeah, I, I think that that was always their intention. And don't forget, I mean, Danny got back so fast because she was riding Drogon. So mm. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know where, where her Dothraki are, whether they're, like, waiting in the wings or whether they're still traveling. Well, the, the Dothraki can't really do much to ships, though, you know? Like, they're... Like horse bound, yeah. Like they're all about they that. Arrows. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. <laughs> Just fling, yeah, fling all of their whore women <laughs> onto the ships. No, I was saying I was kind of hoping that, well, like it became super apparent to me that a dragon had landed landed on the on marine because of just the way that it happened. And so I was hoping that it was Danny's other dragon. Like I was hoping that they were coming to protect Tyrion. Because don't forget, I mean, Danny left her other dragon, so they're really pissed off at their mom. 
So I'm kind of hoping that now they're on like Team Tyrion and that he was going to get to ride a dragon, but that didn't happen. But I, I mean, I don't even know when the last, like, the, I think the last time we actually saw those other ones were they're still in the, in like the cage, basically. Aren't but he they? let them out, right? Did he let them he, out? He or did he just out. like, oh, I, I thought that that was like he, <laughs> basically like gave them a bigger, like a bigger circumference of space to no. run around in. No, they're gone. Oh. Well, he's probably not going to be happy about, you know, mm-hmm. like, you, you let my dragons out. You gave it to me for a purpose. I have achieved that purpose. It's yours. It will always be yours. Who was everybody's bay of the week? Well, you know what? I can tell you who wasn't, and I was really disappointed by it, is that I've been here for the Blackfish before. I said last time I was on this podcast that he was my secret Grandpa Bay, and, like, what happened this episode? But, like, he made so many dumb decisions, but, like, ruined all of his, like, goodwill old man hotness for me. Like, what does he do but, like, lets his brother just, like, run up the castle. (laughs) He refuses to escape with Brienne. He refuses to help out Sansa. Like, these are all just bad choices. It it felt very, like, get off my lawn. Like, he was being a cliche old guy. Yeah, so annoying. Okay, so, like, he's, he's out. Okay. Um, I, I'm just not into Jamie in a sexual way. I just can't get, get behind it. He's, like, too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. No one? No one. This was, like, like a, a dark week it for was, me. It, it was. was so boring. What about you, Crystal? Well, I mean, Barrett Dondarrion is always a bay, and I'm happy that he is a good guy still, because I was a little worried about why the Brotherhood was, like, you know, killing people last week. But I think I'm going to have an odd one. And it's a, I feel like we've neglected him, and he's also been neglected by the story, but, but Kyburn, Kyburn and oh. King's Landing, doing, he's, <laughs> he's doing all of, he's doing all of Cersei's dirty work. I feel like he needs some props for that. Yeah, what was his little message to her with the little birds? What was the rumor? Do you know? Yeah, so the popular theory, and I definitely subscribe to this, is that Cersei's going to use wildfire to basically burn the place down. Ooh. Like the Mad King. Exactly. And, you know, I think what they were talking about in that scene was, you know, my little birds have found where the Mad King kept all of his wildfire because, you know, that was his plan before Jamie killed him. Mm. So all of that wildfire is still there. So I think think they found it, and I think Cersei's going to use it. Damn, so she's just going to be the new Mad King or the Mad Queen or whatever she is. I'm the here. mad useless woman who has to stand in the gallery. That's hot. I'm here for it. She's <laughs> my bay of the week. Burn it down, oh, Cersei. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so we had our first fan question this week on our on our Game of Crones pod at gmail.com. Hint, hint. Uh, this is from Vance. Uh, he he asks, aren't we all hoping Danny leaves Essos in a Michael Corleone Godfather style? Perhaps having her dragons and Dothrakis kill all the masters while she either attends Missandei and Greyrun's wedding or has Yara show her the pleasures of the Iron Price. I don't. I feel like that last part is a bit of like a, a wishful thinking, Vance. But um, <laughs> earlier, yeah, I mean, I, she's going to leave Essos, right? Like that has to happen. Like ASAP, yeah. please. What? How? How long till that happens? Do you think, Crystal? Oh God, I, I think they're going to still drag it out a little bit uh, because I'm kind of hoping that 
that Theon and Yara come because that's their plan, right? If oh, they're right. trying to sail, they're trying to sail into Slaver's Bay to basically find Danny and to bring her with them. So I'm hoping that that pans out. I just can't see it happening before the end of the season. Like I, I think it's going to be a season seven thing, but I definitely can see Danny laying waste to all of those slavers this season. You know, she's got Drogon. She's now the baddest bitch, you know, in Marine. So she can, I think she's going to take care of it and definitely, you know, kill a lot of men on her way out. But I don't think she's going to fully leave until next season. I also think, I mean, my dream for, since I'm also sure that we're not going to get to get go to Westeros for another season, my dream is that next season is just going to be, like, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match of the Ironborn, and it's just, like, a full season of, like, n- like uh, setups and newlywed games, and <laughs> what's the one that John Hamm was on where he was really embarrassing? Oh, I don't remember. Like all of like all of just nonstop dating shows in in Essos. I would watch the hell out of yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I'd watch the fuck out of it. That like yeah. truly, that would be so much better <laughs> than what we're getting right now. Uh, speaking. So who deserved it? Who deserved it the most this week? There were a lot of deaths. There were a lot of very violent, horrific deaths. And I think personally, I think the people that deserved it the most was just everyone on this show. <laughs> so I Honestly, can't really weigh in. Me for still watching this show. <laughs> yeah. We all deserve to be axed in the head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were all like violent, bloody deaths, but a lot of like secondary characters. So I don't even know any of their names. But I think probably the one who deserved it the most was the guy who stuck his finger up his friend's butt. Like, just don't do that. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. It was maybe a good life lesson. Never cool to do that to your friends. <laughs> I think we've all learned something today. <laughs> Unless your friend is Grey Worm. True. <laughs> then you're doing him a service. Yeah. Uh, and you, Crystal, you were saying we talked about this a little bit last week, but you you still think it feels fan servicey to you? Oh yes! Oh my god! Like when you have that whole scene between Bronn and Podrick, and his like talking about his magic dick. Mm. Oh yeah, that was entire fan service. I mean, they talked for about two minutes. Like, oh, do you think he's gonna fuck her? She wants to fuck him, doesn't he? Doesn't she? And the whole thing about you know them talking about Jamie and Brienne, I was like, this feels like fan fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamie and Brienne feels like fan fiction. <laughs> it's like, why are we even here? <laughs> it does. You're right. Well, again, like, yeah. Let me give you this sword again. You yeah. Know? Like, please. Totally. Totally. Yeah, that was really stupid. I hated that whole scene, too. I was like, he already knows how to fight. Why are you teaching him this way? Like, why do we have to watch this? Why do we have to watch that, and yet we don't even get to see Arya kill the waif, and we don't even get to yeah. see anyone kill Blackfish? Ugh. So dumb. Is there? I was glad that we didn't get to see the Blackfish die, because I would have been really sad. I was. It would have been too close to home, because I cried when Barris and Selmy died. So oh, okay. I wasn't down with that. Well, I'm glad for you, then. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> You know what it is? I feel like maybe they're cutting their budget to, like, save for oh, next week's battle. Yeah. The next Ooh. one looks good. Oh, I'm so sad I won't be a crone for that week. Uh, what's happening next week? There's a battle of the bastards. And then what do you th- – so you think is that is that going to be the whole episode, Crystal? Oh, I hope so. I, I don't – I mean, it's the only thing that they showed in the – in the promo and they've never done like a full bottle episode before mm-hmm. so it'd be really interesting if they if they did that with this and I, I think it deserves it like I think you know there's still a lot of moving pieces we still don't know 
who Sansa was writing her letter to, even though, you know, we have it on good authorities to suggest that it was Littlefinger and that, you know, the Knights of the Vale are going to come. But yeah, I mean, it still looks kind of like a David and Goliath battle. So I'm very excited. All right. Well, I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. It's going to be hopefully way more exciting than what the, the bullshit we were subject to this week. I mean, it's just like a classic. We're setting up the pieces. Right. For, we just don't have enough yeah. story to make it through an entire episode. So we have to sort of stretch it out. <laughs> totally. You didn't get any brand. Aren't you happy? Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I, that's that's another thing. There's no brand. There was no Sam. Very little Tommen. Again, I think the writers are listening to us. And thank <laughs> you. Thank you. We're very wise, the crones. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much, and we'll talk next week. Bye, Teo. Bye. Bye, Crystal. Have fun in Austin. Bye. This episode of Game of Crones was produced by Kasia Mihailovich, Michael Catano and Mukta Mohan for the MTV Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at MTV Podcasts and subscribe to this and other MTV podcasts on iTunes.